Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's. saw me standing alone without a dream in my heart without a love of my own all right and now the sunday show is back finally in its original format it's just a first off leslie that's my middle name it's a paul cummings yeah i used to go by it because you know i had a court job and i thought oh yeah people want to listen to me fuck them and that's why I like Vincent Paul. But anyway, yes. boy, is that did you get that off of um, One American News there? That awful conservative news intro. Um, Special? No, that's from where the hell is that from? That's from uh, Flix Press. Oh, good. Which is what I use to do some of the graphics and such for the shows. Good. When do they go on trial for ripping people off? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, is- I'm trying to think. I think I I pay. They give you like 60 minutes per quarter. And I think it's like $25 for 60 minutes per quarter. I think it was 25 cents for Okay. So it's up up there with your mom used to charge for hand jobs. Basically, I mean, you know. um, Yeah, and that's that's another reason that this was delayed because she ended up going back into the hospital. And then uh, today, the reason that... um, we were a little late starting because obviously this is pre-recorded. It is this is airing on Sunday the twelfth, but it's not Sunday the twelfth. Little yeah, this peak is, uh, there, but uh, yeah, Thursday yes, the ninth, uh, and uh, yeah, right. Look, we got it at a decent enough time. Um, know what we're talking about? I am more than happy to talk about anything. Um, That's what I was. I was going to actually ask that before we started, and I probably should have, but. Um, yeah, anyway, if this is pre-recorded, I'll I'll I'll, I'll trim. No, so, no edits. No, we never. <sighs> we didn't start that over a decade ago. We ain't doing it now, and we left left in tons of mistakes. Um, well, I'm going to start out with asking, how the hell are you, sir? Because yeah. um, I've gotten some some questions from the 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 cripple on the network. He's he's very concerned with your um um physical and 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 mental health. Mental's um, good. You know. Yeah, like this. I get a work call. I tell this fucker I, I'm busy during this time. Um, I apologize. That's uh, okay. Um, I can't. Oh, boy. So, yeah. um, mentally, it's like... 
I, I think just how I was raised and things I did when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, kind of built me for this, um, mentally I'm tough, but I'm also not ignoring things and my health is hey, it's back to been thinking about the analogy because I, I love sports, I love football. Mm-hmm. And I think in like March of 2018, when I was really hitting the stride, I got better, you know, I beat all the odds. Everything was thrown at me. I beat in record time. So it's like a running back down. I get in the end zone and I'm spiking the football and doing a dance for two minutes and they're throwing penalty flags for unsportsmanlike conduct. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right. I beat the odds. I should have just handed the ball off to the ref and been grateful. So I kind of went back to square one because I I rushed things. I didn't take my I anybody knows the one major thing I have Crohn's and um, it's always been up and down and I've had one complication that complication has been major as of late. And because sometimes, you know, I I do the right thing, but so can take one little misstep. And that's what I did in late uh, uh, 2019, about the second, third week in December. I, this on me, I didn't follow the medication correctly. I think I, um, my prednisone too fast and that caught up with me and I, you know, sped it back up and I was fine. And overall, um, I have uh, fistulas and they did not heal correctly. And I'm probably going to need another surgery. And then after that, it'll be a feeding tube, most likely mm-hmm. six weeks, not a big deal. It's a TNF line. Uh, that will help me get better. Uh, I have other issues. I don't want to get into the major things. It's like, eh, so feel like you gotta you know, start a GoFundMe or something. Is it like a life or well, the cripple has a GoFundMe, so we can start one. No, I don't mock that either. Oh. Like, like some people need that and it, for right things. For me, it's like I don't. I'm not like I'm still able to work. And right. it's like, oh, I'm better. It's like I'm still I'm still grateful for what I do. But there's a lot at the same time. I still think, man, I still I'm still doing well. Um, probably better than most. Like I don't have it as bad as somebody else. And um, right now I have light sensitivity. That's why I have to wear, <laughs> I got to wear readers here and there just to block uh, blue light. Cause it gets fuzzy. Like I'll have my good moments and those moments are really like a half hour to hour at a time. And then there could be mm-hmm. two to three hours of like think of the weather. It could be a snowstorm, a blizzard, and then it's sunny and then it's rain again. And it's back to being partially cloudy. So I'm able to do this and that's something. So I'm happy with that. I still got my hair. So do you, well, I mean, yeah, that's important. I mean, I've, uh, I've finally embraced the baldness because remember um, back, back in the Horlick days, you would joke with me because we said if we were ever going to do a Horlick, like in the future, Skippy would have the, the, the horseshoe pattern on his head. Well, and the sad thing is I did start, I did start getting that horseshoe pattern on my head, which is why I decided to go bald because I don't want to be like a George Costanza type. And that's just not me. I can't do it. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, that was your, it was going, you never tried to grow it out. Like you didn't go that route, which was, that's the worst anybody could ever do when they don't accept it. Like, I'm just going to grow it out. Right. And they wanted me to do like people wanted me to do that. No, They're like, you should I let it grow. It. No, don't. Exactly, don't. Yeah, I was always just shaver and not gonna add. Yeah, it was like when I uh, first got <laughs> diagnosed. Like, we'll talk about the health. Uh, remember, 
as I said, like I was, well, when you first met me, it was 2006. I was relatively skinny. I was sick. I didn't know I was sick. Uh, and this like to this day, I, I, I love telling the story. Um, I got diagnosed. It was, I believe, July 24th, 2007, stage one acute leukemia, um, which is called in time is relatively easy to take care of. Um, but I had a good, long and short, so I go to my family doctor. They go, I'm really still not feeling well, blah, blah, blah. He said, go to the hospital. So he sends me to the hospital locally. It's a very good hospital. I get there around um, 11, 15 a.m. And I'm thinking I'm going to be in and out. I didn't really pack a bag or anything. Well, they do all these tests. At 2 p.m., first test comes back and his doctor comes in. And he says, well, um, we're going to blood results. And it's very rapid testing. We're narrowing it down to two, two uh, possibilities here based on everything. There's still more tests you have to do. But uh, we're looking at a, it could be a form of blood cancer. That's exact words. Or it could be... And I, HIV. HIV? Well, that's what I, because again, I'm losing weight. Plus, at the time, a lot of my friends, all the comics are, th- are saying, like, fucking around them. Like, yeah, probably. Right, but you weren't gay. I mean, so, you know, <laughs> your ass was closed. It's, it's not like it's not 1978. It's I understand that. But, but women, yeah, but it's a lot harder. No, it's to not. Get Trust me. AIDS from a woman. I mean, unless her unless her vagina no. is like coming like crazy. No, it's you know men are not going to use protection, but uh, you know. Yeah. Oh shit! That's right in the cum. Oh. If it gets into your urethra, your oh, that's right. I forgot it's about the urethra. It's unprotected. So that's what uh, I was thinking. I'm going through my head, going, "Oh god, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was HIV all the way." Right. Because I'm thinking, yeah, I was. I don't remember condoms. <laughs> and I spent I spent a lot of time around a lot of questionable women. It's around like 6, 15, 6, new doctor comes in and he says, uh, okay, Mr. Cummings, uh, results are here. We're going to do another test, but uh, I have to inform you, we can fully confirm it's uh, stage one acute leukemia. And I said, oh, thank fucking God. You breathed a sigh of relief with that yeah, one, I'm sure. This doctor looks at me and goes, Sir, do you know what that is? Oh, yeah, 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 but it's not AIDS. I can still have sex. That was my that was my exact words. Like that's all I was caring about. I can still fuck. Right. Like, well, the I thing is, you could still fun. fuck with AIDS. You just no, would have no, to wear a condom. Oh yeah, and just keep a secret and not have a conscience. No, you can't. I mean, of course, you could take prep, but no, I was wow. just like I didn't learn back then. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'll beat it. What's that blood cancer? No, but I was um, like I was saying, like when I was skinny, and then. <laughs> It was like I, I went from big frame, skinny frame, this and like it's up and down. But it's like that's my thing. I, I still think you got it worse than a lot of people. Cody has it really bad. He's fucking missing limbs. I mean, he's got flippers. Yeah, it's how do you? And I'm not making a joke. Like, go can't. There's a lot of things he cannot do. Right. That's where I, mean, I think of somebody like that, where it's like, okay, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to me at my worst with my condition right now when it comes to Crohn's? I'm going to have to wear an adult diaper for a day if I can't control my bowels, which hasn't happened, but it's happened years ago. All right, right. so I mean, he can't like he can't operate a computer. Well, with ease. He, uh, yeah, he uses um, an on-screen keyboard, which yes. um, for Tales from the Crypts, he still has to. Uh, give a demonstration of that because I told him I want to see that. So we have to 
Or um, how about like I'm not making a joke here. It's it's because it's hacky. It's it, that's why it's to me it's not a joke. It's just thinking like as a guy, he gets hard. Okay, or is he using a flashlight? And he's putting like, seriously. He can't. He's thumbs. Yeah. Can't and let's face the big thing. Okay, I'm not the uh, most attractive man right now, but goddamn, I had a tough time. <laughs> The only time I ever want to be lonely on a Saturday is because it's my choice. I, I was lucky when it came to women. However, I've learned, yeah, you can have a good job, good person. Even times I wasn't a good person, <clears throat> charismatic, funny, smart. But if your health isn't there, man, I've had women walk away. And look at me. You know how tough it's going to be for him? Like, that's – like. Of those things, and that's like if somebody loves him, they they you gotta love. If somebody's gonna love you, they gotta love you. They gotta right. Love, like you, no woman's gonna fake love you. Like let's fake. <laughs> like you got and you can't have standards either. Like with looks, you gotta have standards for <clears throat> their character. Like so, yeah. if you married a three hundred pound woman, I wouldn't be ashamed of that. Like if she loves you, but you can't say, "Oh, I don't want to be with a fat girl." Like you got no, you got to think of it like you're on a car lot with a credit score of four ninety. Like, dude, yeah. that ninety three Honda is all you're gonna get. So, <laughs> take care of it. But the three hundred pounder would most likely crush me because she would have to be on top. Logistically, I can't be on top. Uh, you, you could just fall over once you get it in. You just do whatever. Oh, you I do. did. I did that with the born again. I fell on her, and she yelled at me. Well, yeah, I, I can't even imagine you having sex. Just how just that was. It was well. That's yeah. why she ended up getting on top. Yeah, that's even that could be uncomfortable too. Because you gotta you have to be working with at least like five and a half for them to get something out of it. And yes, and that's that's, like, that's only when it's you know that's only when it's excitable. When yeah, it's normal, it's like two. Yeah, you got to put then you got to put a, a pillow under your back. It's it comes a strategy. Like I said, I've never tried the pillow, but that might be comfortable. I should try that one of these days. I mean, you get the, I'm at the point where it's like I I, I look like to hold her hand. I'm like I'm past that point of physical. I used to, I was a guy I had a girlfriend. Uh, a major girlfriend, and then I would have two other girlfriends on the side, not out of. I rem- I remember that, and I enjoy it. Yeah, I, it's like I was a piece of shit on purpose, and I didn't do it because the woman I was with I didn't love her. I did it because I loved her. I was just like, I can't do filthy shit with you. I got to do filthy shit with them because I love right. you. Doing this, be- but yeah, I can justify it. It's still wrong. It's <laughs> like. It's that like you get older and all that stuff, and you just like okay, maybe I should just slow down. And uh, mm-hmm. and I was doing that even when my health was good or bad. I was like, it didn't matter. Like, Fuck. Now, are you with someone now, or are you um, unattached? No, I, I didn't need to be. I can't. And that's the like, that's the most. Like I had to take my life is pretty much it's been on like if i want to like get dramatic like it's been on pause since 2006 yeah it really has um but since september like i didn't like september 14th i had to stop going to i to recover my statum is just shot and um that was the like like if god is real he or she is sick because 
that I want to be with anybody. And I'm getting like, I'm flattered. I'm getting hit on by young women, like in their mid twenties that are like beautiful. I'm thinking like, what are you like? I got nothing to give you physically. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Like I could, but like, like I'm thinking in my mind, like, like, yeah, like right now I'm 40, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's be realistic. I, yeah. Could I date a girl who's 24? Yeah. Okay. I won't have a lot in common with her. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to intellectual. You have to, I can talk about anything. And mm-hmm. if she can't, it sucks. And it's like physically, if there's only physical, I know she can find a, a, a guy who's much stronger with a, Better dick and a stronger back to fuck her properly. So it's like I'm not gonna keep her for physical reasons. If a young girl, I gotta, I can only keep her emotionally, and that's and that's gonna be tough because I know a lot of them are not gonna be on my emotional level at that age. And also, I'm at the point of like, I'm 40. Do I want kids? Yeah, I would like kids, but I also don't want to give. You know, if I if I'm if I was to have a kid, there's still a chance I could give any of my bad health. To my child, I would have to do a test to see if any of that, like, I don't want that evil on me. Like, right. my if I have bad, if my genes were bad, not because of how they were affected from, and it wasn't from DNA, it was because exposed to really bad water in the home I purchased. And, um, but again, I don't know. So, yeah, that's why I, it's better that I'm alone. I focus on work, um, it, it keeps me distracted, and I like reading. I'm constantly, I think I'm making up for mistakes. I like in high school, cause I should have really did it. I should have went on a different type of career path, but I didn't because I had no confidence in myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going to screw that up. So I'll just go. So I took up business analytics in college. I'm like, that's easy. It was long as I uh, should have been into uh, science and I had no confidence in myself that I would be good at it. Even though my grade showed I was, pretty good but i was like yeah i'm gonna screw that up i'll go away to college get drunk and flunk in the by the second semester and be a failure to my family <laughs> so and yeah that, that that you know that that's definitely something that you you know wouldn't want to deal with um so i yeah i definitely couldn't so now it's 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 kind of like you're so you're working you don't have well technically they wouldn't be side whores because you're not with a main whore, so you or a main girl, so the side whores are, are non-existent. And they were never, so they were they were nice ladies. I just oh, uh, of course, I, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I understand that. I was up front, by the way, too. If I had, if I was dating somebody else, I never lied to a woman I was seeing on the side. I have a girlfriend. I let you know how it is. I was up front. I never lied my way into a woman ever. Like was, you would let them know that they yeah, were the absolutely. side piece. I was like, yeah, this is like, I'm telling you right now, you don't get involved, I'm not trying to lie. My, and that actually worked more in my favor. I was like, wow. This, uh, then I realized, oh, no, I'm setting up a challenge for them in the wrong way where they think they got to be better than the woman I'm with. I'm like, no, nah, it's mm. not working that way. Yeah, I regret that's like, if I have regrets, do over, I should have never went that way. And I used to get tested for STDs like almost every two or three months. Right, like two or three. and it wasn't for me. It was like I just don't want to give the woman I'm with <laughs> something. Like, like again, like I'm being a piece. I'm trying to do right things by being a piece of shit. Like that was trying to justify. Like, do you really off. feel like you were fucking unclean women? Uh, I it was, never know. I got lucky. Like, like the bad, you know, 
health's not great right now, but I'm fortunate I don't have, I never had an STD. Thank God I never had HIV. Um, my, you know, penis never fell off. That was always, that's a plus. You never had that. Well, that, that's a big plus, to be honest. Yes. I never had any, like, I never looked at it and go, oh God, what's that? Like, it never went to that point. Um, so I got lucky. It's almost, uh, you're just walking through a drive-by shooting. <laughs> and I then one bullet that. hits you. That's what it was. Right. I mean, all in all, it, it's just, uh, so in terms of like um, podcasting and such, would you say that you're done with that or would you like to make some sort of a triumphant return? I would never, it wouldn't be a, I wouldn't look at it as a return. I think it would be an ego thing. Um, I just, like, the reason, I've said this many times, the reason I always wanted that show to be called Rabbit and Red was yeah. for me to go, I can never make money from this because I can't copyright that name. Right. Nobody knew that. Nobody figured that out. And then I figured, well, you and Alex really enjoy this. And it wasn't out of the kindness of my heart. I mean, I like doing it too. That's why I wanted to go, if we're going to do that, let's go to, I thought horror time was good. And it was. And, and you know, funny that you say that because yesterday, uh, I mean, like uh, December 8th on my Facebook memories, which I guess that was yesterday now with when we're, when we're recording, yeah. I had a memory that says we are now from December 8th, 2010. 10, yeah. Yeah. It said, uh, you know, we are now the official podcast for horrorbid.com. And, and that was couldn't a, be more proud. And that was, I remember that. That was amazing. And a lot of it is um, kind of shows. I know I've, I like who I am now. And it, I purposely was trying to be the worst version of myself back then. And that whole thing that we did was really created not out of love, it was created out of resentment to what I was hearing other people do and doing these interviews where I thought they were wasting people's time. I was like, I, I just like, I could, I could interview Tom Matthews better than these guys. And I know I did when I had the opportunity and it just, you know, Hey, it, I'm glad we did it. And I think everybody benefited from it and showed their talent. Um, and I don't want to get in a pissy match. I know fortunately you and Alex don't get along. I get along wonderful with Alex. We have a great relationship. Honesty. And, he and really you still talented. speak with him on occasion. I would understand. I, yeah, I we, are, we have, we have, but that's between you guys. I'm not going to get involved. And he always did a great job. And I think we, what he did with the skull, skull crew was great. And you were finding your way too of what, you wanted to do so whatever bad stuff happened it didn't matter it's where if everybody's happy for doing that's what matters and i think that's the thing that came out of it and i still remember it was um june of 2010 where i told you like we gotta get alex on this because i knew he would be great and and he loves what he does and it's not because of me it's you found a voice and you're able to, and that's what it's about. It's you have to find the voice. The only difference between us three was I had my voice and I knew what to do. Like there was nobody who could touch me back then. 
It's not cocky. That's a fact. Nobody could touch me on that mic back, and nobody really could could probably do it now. I yeah, I'm, I was just saying the same thing. I really don't think that there's many people that could even come close to, you know, what you did in a lot of those interviews, and that's why it kind of sucks that that a lot of them are gone. I don't want point. it to get. In the way of like saying, I'm, it's going to sound like, oh, nobody's better than me now. Here's what I mean when nobody can touch me. I know who I am. Like, I don't care. Like, what I've, people have gone through different things. People have gone worse stuff than I have gone through. But what I've gone through, I, I don't, like, I got nothing to lose. Like, I'm just going to be, you, I've learned that you have to be honest. And when I used to do comedy at a young, being a young kid, used to look at the audience and go, ooh, I better not do this joke. I better not do that. Fuck that. It took me it took me in the corporate world of being myself and not having a filter in the corporate world where you should get fired for stuff. I, would, I didn't care because I knew the truth would make money. If people, people would have to hear the truth to get to where they wanted to. Too many people were um, in my line of work were trying to sell. I wanted to consult. Let me just be honest. And I'm going to be honest with this man or woman. I got to earn their trust. And that's what I learned being in front of the microphone. The microphone is you can say whatever you, it's going to come with consequences. And there's things that I did that came, so what? Major, but what I said, I meant, even there's jokes I would make, hey, if they bomb, they bomb. Funny is funny and unfunny things come out of the same thing. It's the same as Patrice O'Neill said, it's birthed out of the same. Funny and unfunny is the same birth. And that's what I mean. Like I'm on the mic. I don't think there's people out there that's going to be as true. And I think, and there are people out there that are true. So what I'm getting at is I feel that I'm probably a lot more freer and I'm not worried about consequences. If I would come back and do a show, say even three times a week, I don't watch movies. I just actually today I watched unhinged with Russell Crowe from 2020. Yeah. That's the, like, I hardly watch new movies. I liked it, except for the last, you know, like they sped it up at the end. Uh, I was just, yeah. oh. but the movie overall, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I liked it too, surprisingly. Yeah, it was just the ending was, uh, here's your courtesy. Like, ah, uh, like it was so, it was kind of realistic. And then you had to throw the line, just like I hate Scream 4 because of, uh, with, with the, with the paddles. Uh, and it's like fuck this movie. You know what would have made Scream Four a better film if, if um, and what will make the next Scream a well, better film? Colorado came is if shotgun. Well, no, I I think uh, Randy needs to come back and be the killer. Like he's not really dead. That's the problem. That's where it'll ruin it. I'll tell you why. Because his death in two confirmed he's dead. Why would they say not death? really? No, no, he has to be done. It could be makeup. No, it doesn't matter. No, it ruined. It would ruin the whole film. The thing with five, what they it looks like they learn from the trailer. You're not supposed to judge so much from a trailer, but we do because we're fans. We love something, and um, uh, what I think that what I believe the best course for a screen five to go is there's no connections to the original. That's where they have to go to make it great. Um, did not have those. Everything was connected back. Every single one. Right. So the fifth one has to be, it, it, it's like there's a reason for it, but it's not because this person's related to that person. It's like it has to go all out in a different direction, but it looks phenomenal, uh, much better than 
Um, I don't want to go too long on it, but uh, I told you I was grateful I could watch Halloween Kills from the Cone Home. Yes, and unfortunately, now that you say that, I, I should make the announcement. Well, if people don't know already, it is leaving Peacock as of December fourteenth because the um, the unrated or the extended version is going to be available. I think starting on the thirteenth. And the disc comes out on January 11th. Yeah, and it was a let's. I mean, t- for me, I I didn't like it. It's uh, it reminded me of when I was when I watched uh, the Saints, in, the Many Saints in Newark, uh, the Sopranos uh, prequel. Still it haven't was, watched that. So yeah, it, you watched the whole season of the Sopranos, correct? Um, see, that's where you should. It's a little spotty because I've I've seen. Okay, I've basically seen there were six seasons, so I've seen probably season four, most of five, and a good bit of six, and that's you gotta watch them all. Only uh, about it. Season five's phenomenal. It's my favorite season uh, with Steve Buscemi. He directed a lot of them too, um, but uh, Many Saints of Newark and Halloween Kills uh, to me had the same common thread it was self-serving fan bullshit and the problem with halloween kills okay let's go the flashback looked cool except for the there's no six bullet holes in the jumper um because there were i mean because that's what i'm trying to think and the reason they did that is because they're not going to have him get shot six times well, that's what. But again, do we know that? Do we not know that? So do we have to assume. We could throw. We, we do. We can, and that I can. I can digest that. It's fine. However, okay, we're gonna have um, character Tommy Doyle is just that. He will die tonight. Oh yeah, I'll give uh, you that. I'll give you that. I'll, look, I'm not saying, gonna say it's perfect. It is flawed. They're all it it's horribly flawed. It's a bad movie. And again, it's it, it, they don't nobody. When they're writing that film, they're not. Hey, what is Vince Cummings? What is he like? No, it's not about me. I just I didn't like it. And they're so they're all at the bar. All that they're all connected. Nobody left that shitty town, by the way. Either okay, that's that's another thing. Um, the fan serving part is just these super uh, little callbacks. Marilyn Chambers, and, and you have Bracket, which, but then. Huh, it's, yeah, but see, he's like 90, so they can't give uh, him too much to do because he's not it, able to do it. It's fine. It was like, it, to me, I I could I could accept in, like, I always, the thing about Halloween, why I love the first one so much and still do is because even at a young age, I always want, this is how I connect with films. I said, mm-hmm. could this really happen? And I've said this before, uh, at the age of six, on a VHS because we would tape it off uh, HBO. And we had a legal cable because that's what you did when you were an Italian family in Philly. Uh, you gave yes. $50 and set you up with all, I think, 55 channels at the time. Mm-hmm. So I had Jaws and I had Halloween on the same VHS tape at the age of six. So I'd watch it constantly. And I always connected with uh, Sheriff Brody and Dr. Loomis is always being the same people at a young age. And I also believe that both stories could really happen. A shark could attack. I used to go down to the shore in Ventnor. My grandparents had a house. And I would always swear I would see a shark as we're passing. And I was like, a shark attack could really happen. And then I thought, 
could it, could an escaped mental patient put on a mask and kill people? Like, yeah, that could happen at the age of six. That's that's reality. I believe that could happen. Yeah. And why I love both movies is because of the character of Brody and the character of Loomis. They were the same. They were forced to face their fears on mistakes they felt they made. Right. And that's why I love both characters to this day. I think they're flawless characters. And I do think they have so much in common when you break them down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Halloween Kills was just like, eh. Again, it's like, I'll watch the Halloween ends. I'm not, I'm not boycotting. Did, did you cry? Like not with, with, not with, with, with uh, Marion Chambers when she was in the car. No. And she said, hey, Michael. This one's, yeah, no, because she was. For, oh, I can't, I, I can't it. even do it because I'm going to fucking lose it. Fine, like. This one's for Donald. Just shot a blank. Good, good you stupid. Idiot. Come on, like, it's like those one-liners. I don't. Uh, and then the um, let's put in. Okay, my, my, here, here's here's the biggest flaw. Okay, okay. Again, Tommy Tommy Doyle. They're at the hospital. Let me set this up. They're at the hospital. Everybody's for, for whatever reason. Everybody's at the hospital. Everybody. Everybody. He's an apex predator. Yeah, yeah. But everybody. Everybody in Haddonfield is somehow at this hospital on Halloween night. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They didn't really established that, did they? They never established why everybody's at the hospital. Anywho, everybody's at the hospital. And um, there is a guy who's about five foot three who looks like um, Larry from the Three Stooges. Right. In a hospital gown at a hospital. And Tommy Doyle is it's Michael Myers. Let me rephrase that. A guy. Who's five foot three? Who looks like Larry from the Three Stooges? Is that quite pudgy? Yeah. In a hospital gown at a hospital, mm-hmm. and Tommy Doyle yep. thinks that's Michael Myers. Okay, right there. What? Come on. And, and <laughs> the the big thing too. This is another glare. So mm-hmm. you have the fire. There's no, there's no police. Even there's two dead police because of the previous Halloween film. They kill the firefighters. Yep. Um, but there's no police presence throughout the whole um, Haddonfield. Somehow, again, they're all at the hospital. Right. There's no state police. Uh, it's flawed in that way. Here's another flaw. You have the, uh, you, have the you have the couple, uh, the two guys. They're in the Myers house. Big John and Little John, yep. And I don't know if it's like, it, it's a hacky joke, if it was supposed to be a joke. Uh, mm. I forget the guy, I think his last name is Mc- is Donald or McDonald? He was on Mad TV. Yes, uh, Christopher Christopher McDonald. Yep. Yes. Oh no, wait, not Christopher yeah. McDonald. Somebody McDonald. I know that, but it's not oh. Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald. Uh, somebody totally different. Uh, shit. Christopher McDonald is Shooter McGavin and fucking Happy yes. Gilmore. Yeah, and uh, in the Forgotten Thanksgiving film Dutch with Ed O'Neill. Um, ah, Dutch. yeah, it's a forgotten Thanksgiving. It is a Thanksgiving film. It's a forgotten one, but it is a Thanksgiving film. So yeah, I don't know if it's a hack joke because eh, it's two gay guys and he's a pirate. Like I would hate to think that's the because it's stupid. Um, but the other thing I didn't like. It, it, again, I'm thinking I like reality. If this could, there's certain films like Pumpkinhead. I know that can never happen, but I love Pumpkinhead. It's a phenomenal tale. It's told really well. Yeah. Stan Winston's only d- directing, and it's phenomenal. It's a great film. Everybody should watch Pumpkinhead. That being said, I like again. I what I'm Halloween is a relationship to me. The first date was Halloween one. The second date went well. Halloween two. I loved Halloween three. Halloween four is great. Halloween five. I can go on. 
but I knew what I fell in love with. So I know what I'm supposed to, what I anticipated, what my expectations are. Here's my problem with these two guys. They think Myers may be in the house. So guy picks up the knife because I got this knife. And then the other guy puts down a, a fire poker and picks up the world's smallest knife. Yeah. And says, I got this knife. Like, are you trying to, like, is this, I, I don't, I doubt it was like a whatever, but you made these guys look like more, you made that guy look like a moron. I got this knife. Okay. It's an inch and a half. Well, they, they were gay in their defense. But that see, that's like, is it the obvious joke that the game is not true? I don't like that's a blanket statement. Um, mm. It's like I didn't. Get, it was funny that some people. <laughs> I, I think it was more of a joke, and somebody from Yahoo UK ran with it and said that uh, Halloween Kills was homophobic. I'm like, all right. Then write the article that they are against interracial marriage because Lenny Clark. Um, was in there with the black you know and that surprised me that he was even in the movie because i was not expecting to see him there but that was amazing there's a lot of bad lines in the movie his line made the most sense that to me again was realistic when he said there's a big guy with a monster mask on i'm like a guy like that would say Mm -hmm. that and that and that yeah to me that was like yeah like so yeah it was a halloween kills this wasn't for me i'm glad i watched it i watched it only two and a half times in the same day and it might sound psychotic, but I would probably, if I really liked it, I would have watched it four times. Uh, and I wasn't like after. I that, watched it three times the first day. Yeah, I couldn't get it. Try the second time, like third time, like yeah, I can't do this. And I'm working from home, like I'm doing stuff, and it's on. But I'm like, yeah, I can't. The, when I first watched, I'm like, yeah, this is this is pretty good. Second one, I'm like, oh fuck. It's like, again, you go on a date with a girl. The first, like, she's not who, like, she's pretending to be somebody she's not. Like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, this girl's awesome. She's great. She fucking like. I think she's into me. The second day, she's bitch. Like, well, mm-hmm. I got, I got trapped. What's this? I don't, I don't. So yeah, I'm not into. Um, just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for me. I, I do understand why a lot of people get it. But again, like I said, they're not sitting down, writing this. Going, what would Vince do? What would he like? I think when people uh, review films. You have to t- sometimes take yourself out of it. It's not about you. Be objective. Right. Um, like that's why I say, hey. Well, I think a lot of critics, you know, base their reviews on their own personal tastes based on, you know, what the masses will think of a of a movie. And I think also with when it comes to a crucial, the legend that's been given itself so many restarts. Um, mm-hmm. You also have to judge that. I do think you have to judge it on the precedent of what it, what came before it. Um, is it in a better place than it was in 2002? Absolutely. Because yeah. direction, look, it was like, we got to make more money off of this because when we did H2O, we're going to do a second one regardless. And uh, even though I wasn't a big fan of Rob Zombie's take, I actually appreciated his take because it was vastly different from what Halloween that we grew up with. So it wasn't something. Halloween two is brilliant. I don't like it, but at the same time, I appreciate that storytelling because it's vast. It sticks with the first one. It's way out there from the first. But again, if somebody's going to remake it, have it be pretty much 
I appreciate it more when it's completely opposite versus I remember going to the theater and I wanted to walk out, but I didn't because I didn't at the time when I saw Psycho in 1998. And I didn't believe my one friend who told me, he's like, yeah, it's, it's shot for shot. I'm like, there's no, like, I couldn't believe that. I just couldn't process. Like, there's no, he's like, no, Vince, it's shot for shot. I'm like, there's no way they would make a film. <laughs> sure enough, I saw it next, like, that Monday in shot. school. I'm like, yeah, you're a writer shot. He's like, I told you. I'm like, yeah, I just, I still didn't think that would be done. And you know, and that's the best because I remember when that came out, I didn't go to the theater to see it because I heard it was shot for shot. And I remember when it came out on VHS, I went to Blockbuster, I rented it, I brought it home. And this was back when I actually watched movies when I got them. And I brought it home and I watched it. And I was like, wow, this yeah. really is a dumpster fire. I like I I came on to Psycho late in my I say late I think I was nine years old or eight I was watching horror by the ages yeah that's about my time I think and even at that young age like I know it's in black and white but okay I'll give it a shot but yet I love the Night of the Living Dead I watched that at the eight I was I believe Night of the Living Dead was actually my first horror movie I ever watched and then it was Jaws and then it was Halloween. But yeah, Psycho at a young age. It, the, I believe it's the detective or the private investigator when he gets killed by Anthony Hopkins, that scared me. And that's the thing, like we have to, I think sometimes as we get, also with Halloween Kills, going back to that briefly, I also, I'm self-aware, like I'm old now. Like if I watch it at the age of 11, yeah, I'd probably love it. Like we grow up, we get right. older. There's certain things that change, and you have to accept that. And that's why there's certain films I can go back to. I'm like, eh, it's not the same, but I I understood why I love this at this age. Or there's films that I didn't like at a young age. I now uh, it, it's like you you start tasting food differently. You get older. Your things you should improve for the better. I'm just glad. Like I'm not. It's not a slant to anybody, but I'm not writing up paragraphs on social media like I would do this and like just leave it alone. Like I understand the passion, right. but like it's one thing if you do it in a forum and it's okay, it's fine. But there's people that just go way out there sometimes. Like, what are you really mad? <laughs> like you're not mad at the film. There's something that happened that you that you're upset. Do you think um, do you think Siskel and Ebert, in a sense, were were you know more so mad at films, or do you think that they were you know? There's um, always that. I see the uh, the theory about Ebert because they said he was a failed screenwriter, and uh, I never read enough about Roger Ebert. I know he did House of the Dolls mm -hmm. or Valley of the Dolls. Um, yeah, I think it was Valley of the Dolls. I think so. Maybe they were like both a little bit snobbish, and however, it didn't matter because they got over. Meaning, like people valued their opinion, and then the right. people who didn't like them would watch. It's almost like the same thing when you get the um, stories about Howard Stern, um, like the people who would listen longer, the people that didn't like them the most. Right. But yeah, it's we. There are critics. They're now bloggers. Uh, there's one particular I used to just 
when I would go on Twitter, I wouldn't put, I would hardly tweet anything. This guy was just such a, and this is my political side, and I don't care. Like, I'm a, when it comes to political, I'm more logical. If he had to categorize me, I'm a logical progressive. Mm. What's ever best for the country, treat people mm. equally. That's my thing. I don't have a left or right side. And also, I'm not somebody who goes, uh, you know, I don't like Donald Trump. He's a racist. So I'm going to vote Joe Biden. And, you know, the guy who wrote the 1994 crime bill is a true fucking bigot. Let's put him in there and Kamala Harris, who's locked up a lot of innocent black guys over weed. That makes more sense. Anyway, fuck you people, by the way. Um, and I didn't vote in 2020 either. I haven't voted since 2000. I voted for Ralph Nader. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I looked at the ballot. I go, yeah, Gore wanted to censor music in 1985, and George Bush is not qualified. Well, Eddie Vedder likes this Ralph Nader, so. <laughs> but, so I'll go with him. Yeah. Well, there's also other reasons. I um, And I also don't vote because um, if I don't feel the candidate, their cabinet is worthy. Um, mm-hmm. Came down, I wouldn't vote for Trump, not against Trump. It's like Pence, I can't vote because he gets the vote too. Uh, Pence is a warmonger like Biden. And uh, I'm not somebody who goes, I'm going to vote for the lesser evil. Okay. So that means you got to pick somebody to babysit your kid. Do you want the guy who only raped two women or a guy who rapes five? I'll pick the guy who raped two. You know, he might not get the three because he only did it twice. That guy did five. It's like, you got to really think sometimes, you know, and I was a much larger number. Yeah. That's how that's again, people's dumb thinking. So, but yeah, with uh, talk about these, uh, critics and bloggers with horror there's there's always been one person in particular who's always um just too high on themselves and then i would see with other people where like you give them a little bit of attention and they never had it before and i like you know me i've always been up front with you and that, i think that was your problem early on with the rabbit and red mm-hmm. you got in over your head because this is the first time like holy shit i'm doing something and people are liking it Let's right. So I wanted to do more and 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 more. At least you know that now. I'm not saying that as a knock to you. I get it. Like, dude, I fucking. You know, when I was 20 doing open mics and get a laugh, it was such a high. Like, oh, and stupid me. Like, I got three months in. I'm thinking, dude, I could do 30 minutes. No, I couldn't. I could barely do five. But I know that that thrill of holy shit. I'm doing something and people are reacting positively. Dude, I was getting all these interviews and you were knocking the interviews out of the park. It's like I would set the interviews up, you'd knock them out. And that's just how we were doing it, you know? It was, that was the... But it's like now we look at critics and all this stuff. And um, yeah, there's some that are just, um, again, that's why sometimes I do bring a political side to it because it's not that I stop, but once in a while I'll check somebody's feed. Like, okay, mm-hmm. the same person who is knocking, you know, this political person for this and that, but the political person they voted for is doing 10 times worse than what they're knocking. They're not mentioning that. Right. And they and I follow how they are with movies of why they don't like something. And it comes down to, again, it's a political thing. It can make anything political. Mm-hmm. And it's fine to talk about it, but if you know what you're talking about, uh, that's always been my thing. And I don't, I'm somebody, whether it comes to a film idea, you know, film they love, a policy they love, a book they love, anything. I, I'm not, the first thing in my mind is not to knock their stance on it. I want to know why they got there. I can talk to somebody who is a huge 
Trump supporter to somebody who's a huge Obama supporter and treat them equally because I just want to find out why they like that each one. And both, you know, if you had a huge Trump supporter and a huge Obama supporter, they're not going to, they're not, they're, their ideology is going to be completely different. I want to find out why. And when I talk to people who are huge Obama supporters, by the way, it was a warmonger, um, they always have the same thing. It's, oh, you know, he he, uh, he just gave so much uh, passion. Okay. <laughs> and then you talk to a Trump supporter. This, this, is, this is the worst, too. Why is he like Trump? Oh, he's going to build that wall. Uh, okay. And I, I can name policies on each. Like, well, what would you think? Oh, I don't know about that. They go by the stupidest thing. <laughs> and that's what people do when they sometimes when they review films and they have popularity. When they're reviewing these films, they have a big platform. And when they do these film reviews, they they I can tell when they're catering to that audience. And there's no honesty behind it. And that's what pisses me off. So what I'm getting at is if you're going to rely on film critics in the horror community, don't just think for yourself. It's good if you like somebody or I, I, I give you this advice, pick somebody who you disagree with and pick somebody you agree with and read both of their reviews before you watch a film. If you want to go that route, uh, but don't take everything they say as that's how you should think. And that, I think that's the problem people get into. Like if they like somebody so much, like okay, that, that's not their opinion. That's a fact. That's where it becomes dangerous. Did you mute me? I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm not hearing you. Yeah, are you? You're muted. You're muted. Yeah, I can't. Well, Mike is, uh, I guess he has to take care of his mom. So, um, but I really, wow, this is, I got to, this light is, uh, there we go. It's somewhat better. I think, I think people see me. So, yeah. I don't know when Mike's going to be back. I don't know how many people watch this. Um, here's my overall view with Halloween Kills. You set yourself up for disaster when you have to do three films from the start. The second one's always going to be the toughest. And I do believe the second one was better than the first one, Returns. But, again, wasn't a big fan of that. I thought that had a lot of flaws. The story so far, the continuity is making sense, where one goes directly into two. I'm just curious to know when Halloween ends, is it, it, will it take place on the same night? And... I think that's the biggest thing. Like, Halloween ends has to be, to me, that, that has to be the best one out of, the, out, of, out of the first two. Because, again, that's dangerous when you start off three. And 
you set the precedent for the first one. The first one, so many people loved it. Second one, mixed reviews, but people who love the first one seem to really like the second one. Now the expectation is going to be really high for the third one. And that's going to be – that's what I'm curious to know. Are we back? I think Mike's there, but he's muted. Um, here, Mike is mute still. Um, Okay. Okay. You hear me now? Yeah. You I hear filled, me now? Yeah, I filled some time in. Where do I get? No, no, you're you're good. Ooh. Okay. okay. Now we go. I got a phone call. That's the. Oh. That's what happened. So when are the police going to be there and um, take your computer away? All right, give me. God damn it, you're still demon. How the fuck are you demon? Hold on. What does that mean? Good to know Mike really has his stuff together. I'm wasting away waiting to die, and uh, this guy can't even work his gateway computer from 1997. Ah, uh, gotta fix this lighting issue. There we go. I'll just do this. All right, this better. Yeah, look, it's like Psycho 3. Why are you still demon? You sound like a demon. I know what I gotta do. Hold on. Hopefully it involves a shotgun with a toe trigger. Hold on, we'll get it back. Give me. I know. Refresh. I said refresh. Refresh. Put my Jewish guy glasses on. Do me a favor. Talk now for a second. Yes. Yes, I am here. Is this any better? Any better? Okay, uh, this should fix it. Okay, what did you do? Yeah, now you're not demon. I had to take my earbud out. And then when I took my earbud out, it kind of like reset to another... You know, so you didn't have the demon sound with you. I don't know how the hell that happened, but that happens sometimes where I get like a demon sound with people. Yeah, I don't know how that is. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, where now, the fuck am I? Yeah, I don't know. Your, your screen's very dark. Yeah, hold so, on. Let me refresh it again. It's dark enough that a white family would move out of it. 
I used to smoke two packs a day, so I still vape. So don't judge me. Fuck you. Okay, now I'm back. All right. Hey, you know what? Uh, God damn it, you're demon again. Uh, Hold on. All right. It's always good working with Mike. This reminds me why uh, why we don't. There now you're now you're good. Okay, let's keep it at that then. And I'm back. I got about three months to live, and we're uh, over here trying to figure out earbuds. Okay, so you said, all right. All right. Okay. Yes. I, I can't, your audio is really bad now. I can't hear you. No, I, hear I can hear that. Can you hear me now? Is it any better? Yes, yes much better. Okay, good. So, yes, what, what were you going to ask? Okay, so, um, shit, I'm trying to think, but okay, so you just said that, you 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 said that. Okay, so, so then in terms of, 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 oh, wow, you know, it's weird, you, like, kind of look like a pedophile there. Yeah, do you own a mirror? Uh, you look like free candy guy. Yeah, I'm much better looking. Uh, Everybody here, here, says I look like free candy guy. You look like free candy guy. Want to hear? I want to see my impression of uh, Dr. Fauci. Yes, please. Let, let's see. Ooh, COVID. Uh, social distancing. The next one's going to kill everybody. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you should address every fucking press conference. Just you know, campfire. With a flashlight under your stupid Dago chin, and Omicron, whatever it's called, may not even be that bad. So that's you know, but um, well, I don't want to you know uh, speculate. I'm a, it's not that it's a medical fact, but when something mutates, it usually becomes weaker, more contagious, but also it's weaker. I'm not saying it's a medical fact. I would never spout saying it's a medical fact, but uh, it's again, it's not like they try to do a great reset back in early 2020 and try to find the perfect excuse for it. And it's not as if said you know like nancy pelosi never said back in uh early february hug a chinese person um mm -hmm. nobody ever said on the left that the coronavirus is is not is not legit they ever said that i'm not saying the other side handled that well either because they definitely didn't do a great job but i'm just saying like that's fucking the fight should never be with this is all i'm saying right. so Again, when I see a 300-pound person at the supermarket wearing two masks, but there's cart is filled with Mountain Dew and frozen pizza, mm -hmm. I'm like, really, what's your priority, man? Hey, that's what the cripple eats. Well, I think... But he doesn't... He, he's not vaccinated. I told him that he should... Well, um, he watch out. He could lose a limb. I mean, you know, not that it would really, you know, matter if he did, but, I mean, I guess, I guess having one less flipper would be a little more difficult to... Navigate, yeah, like, what, somebody like Cody doesn't give a shit about COVID. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's really you know not. Like, there was a half dead, passed out whore with shit coming out of her. 
Mm-hmm. I said, Cody, eat her pussy. Uh-huh. I would, I, if I said, hey, Cody, he would already be eating pussy uh, <laughs> Like, you don't care. Like, there's some people that are like, yeah, whatever. Right. But I'm also, I'm not also one of these morons, these dumb hillbillies. Like, I ain't going to take the vaccine because I heard it makes you turn queer. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it does. That's what it does, Cletus. Makes you turn queer. Like, take it or not. Like, it's up to you. Right. If you have a question, talk to your doctor. I'm not, I'm not pro or anti. I'm like, do what you need to do. Right. Like, just don't, don't come up with this shit like, yeah, they put microchips in it. <laughs> Is that what they do? The same same person who posts fifty times a day on all social media. You're being tracked on your phone, but you're worried. Okay, okay, good good point there. Good good point, Stu. Like Jesus, fucking goddamn. God, I hate white people. <laughs> so, um, in our closing moments here, I, I just want to find out what what's um what's next for you do you have anything you know that you personally want to work on any projects i was thinking about eating a yogurt later uh today oh you mean uh, i don't uh, i don't know i just hey i like doing from time to time and um i feel like we didn't even do much on this one let's let's have a a a home here you should come you should like i would love it even if you did something Let's end with Monthly. a good strong. Let's end with a good strong ten. Good strong okay. ten. Okay. Ask me. Okay. Let's let's make this fun. Let's because yeah. this wasn't that good. It could have been a lot better. We got to make this good. Could have could have been a lot better. Okay. Let's let's look. When was okay? Here we go. Fire away. Like I'll start it off, and you just keep keep firing at, at me. I'll start it off it. with this one. When, Old school shit. When did you want to first punch me in the face? Uh, um, there had to be at least 25 different moments. You want to know <laughs> the one time that I really think I was my most pissed at you. And I don't even, and I don't even think that we have actually, no, the audio is, is out there, but it's, it's censored, but the time when I literally hung up on Rabbit and Red and I was like done with Rabbit and Red for that time after the whole Halloween 2 monologue with us and Michelle Shields. Oh, yeah. And then we went to a break and yep. we came back from that break and she was off. And then I was just like, you know, blah, 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 blah. and we went into the whole fucking thing. Dude, yeah. when I hung up that phone, in my mind, I was fucking done with you. Oh yeah, you were because I think I think a month later that's when Skeleton Crew started, which was great. Skeleton yeah. Crew started. Let's see, that was February of 2012. Yeah. So right after that, I went to later. Justin. Yeah, I went to Justin and I pitched Skeleton Crew to Justin with Alex, and then that's how that all got started. Yet two months after that, yeah, it was. Like, it was it was really what it came down to was Alex and I were uh, were a married couple got divorced, and then do rights to Mike. And anytime Mike didn't like one of us, he went to the other. Yeah, and I yeah. bounced back and forth between you fuckers for you know. Uh, that was a while, you know, just bouncing back and forth. I didn't. I didn't. Then, I'm like just fucking whatever. Like <laughs> I always do is a trim. It's like it'll be fine. 
Yeah, but I was, dude. I remember that. Like, I hung up that phone and I was, I was fucking livid. Like, I, I literally was fucking livid. I even forget why there was a argument. I can't remember. I don't even remember exactly either. I know it was like a bunch of there was. There's a bunch of different shit. Oh yeah, because I was booking a shit ton of interviews. Yeah, and I had a at the time focusing as I should should be. I had a good job that I wound up leaving for an even better job, but I had a lot of responsibility, and I was still able to make doing the show work. Um, yeah, I yeah, I was like, I was like, Mike, I got like, I got stuff I have to do because at the time I had a lot of locations. I had a man, I was district manager. I turned into a regional trainer, and it was like, there's, a, I was able to do it and still do the show. It was like. I just don't think you understood that. Like, I have this, it's a real job here. Like, I got to wear right. pants. And and I would get home, and I still had the energy to do a show. I, still, I took a quick break from work. I went outside, and I booked a Dick Warlock, confirmed a Dick Warlock interview on a Thursday and did it that night with you. Um, that was 2011. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, that. Yeah. Cause I, I started um, with this company. It's a, I'm like a, it's a famous company. You can go in there and you can buy, uh, you can buy office products from. And I was helping. And by October of 2011 is when I got bumped. I got bumped up really fast. I was like, and I loved it. it gave me purpose because that's when I started turning around myself. But yeah, I, I even forget why we fought. But yeah, it was probably because it's like, dude, you don't get it. <laughs> Got a lot going on here. And I'm like lining up like like three. Like I remember it's, well, it started kind of in like February of 2011. That was when we had that whole, oh, like, you know, with Hatchet 2 coming out. We had all those fucking interviews lined up. The Hatchet interviews 2 was coming. Yeah, let me tell you about that because that... <laughs> I remember that day I had to shovel my huge driveway, taking breaks, do the interviews, and all that. I was finishing up with my other job. I was getting ready to exit there in a couple months, but I had still had a lot of projects. I had a, or I was doing a lot, and uh, but I could make I was like what I'm doing now. Uh, I make things work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, those were. That's why I'm thinking like I like it, but like I want to make money, but I, I don't want it for me. I should make it for eh. That's my regret. I never got you or Alex money. You guys should have got something. I never got anything. I, it wasn't about me. I that's my regret. You guys should have got paid off somehow. Money should have been coming in. That's a, that's if there's a regret, anything there's I don't care about the fights. Hey, they happened, whatever people made up, we got better for it. Never got you and Alex money. That's where like, I had that regret. You guys should have got something out of that. I didn't get anything, but it wasn't about me. You guys should have got something. So, yeah. Yeah, but it was worth it. I mean, it was worth well, it back then doing all that shit. It was, like, yeah. You know. I never wanted to do it for the money, but I always thought, like, you guys should have got compensated. And, like, yeah, in the end, I think you guys did pretty well with Skeleton Crew. You got that. Uh or, yeah, I never had resentment towards it. I was just, I always thought like, okay, the guys, 
that's what you love. And I viewed it as like, I never, it's not that you guys needed it. I knew like, I didn't need, I never wanted it to, to go anywhere in terms of popularity. I didn't want to be popular. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.